All About the Gut, A Woman's Health Journey. A life-changing discussion, discovering alternatives to traditional medication, adopting a healthy lifestyle, and finding out that it is, in fact, all about the gut. Hello, my name is Liz Antonia Thomas, and I'm here with Dr. Sam Wellopi, the GP, who has a wealth of knowledge about the gut. So, this is our third programme, and it's about the gut and other things. So today we are doing other things. We are talking about other things and how the body keeps a score in reference to Bessel van der Kolk and trauma, mind, brain and body. And we it becomes a norm. It has become norm to have stress and of course, stress turns into illnesses, but there's not a correlation. They just think, oh, I've had a bad heart. There's lots of people, bad hearts don't express their emotions. It's, it's stuck in the heart. We don't, you know, our heart's very special. Lots of, per, you know, childhood trauma. It could be anything from a parent passing away as a child or the separation. It could be, there's so many different types of trauma. There's not one type of trauma. Um, and people don't tolerate that with, with the body. And the body holds on to everything. Dr. Sam. There is quite a lot of um, evidence about this now empirically. And um, there is uh, evidence around adverse childhood events. So they call them this adverse childhood effect events and that's you know um that could be bullying that could be a household where there's um mental health issues that are poorly controlled whether there's alcoholism in the household there there are so many things, so many things. neglect we don't have to go into the, all of them but you know these things obviously impact children and those children actually then have been shown to go on to have higher um higher risk of not only emotional and mental health issues going forwards, but also poor physical health outcomes. So heart disease, um, lung disease, uh, diabetes, there's, there's good evidence now that is emerging that, that a, um, uh, events, adverse childhood events or, um, past traumas, do have an impact on the body long term. And there, there can be um, various schools of thought thinking, okay, well, how does that happen? Does it happen through um, perhaps an unstable background, meaning that that child wasn't taught healthy lifestyle habits, et cetera, et cetera? Or could it be that child didn't feel loved and therefore indulges more in self-destructive habits as they get older. There's there's lots of schools of thought, and of course, it's a diverse group. But what we do know is that this impacts, this doesn't really matter where you came from. If there have been difficult events in your past, it's kind of indiscriminate. You, you Absolutely. Unless we, um, unless we take the responsibility as when we get older, if we've, if this has not been caught in a, at a young age, and now we are older, we are adults, you know, it might be in our interest to revisit some of those things with a trained professional to really work through any um, negative emotions that we're still holding on to, hurts, pain, heartbreak, um, 
feeling of abandonment, rejection, all of those things um, across across the board, across you know every um, sector of society. This is something that we do need to look at. This, the body keeps the score, is an incredible book. Um, oh yes, it's incredible. Bessel Bessel van der Kolk. Uh, I think it's it's quite a few years old now, but it really talks about how the body holds. The body doesn't forget these um, things that have happened in the past. So um, when we talk about um, it's all about the gut and other things, we're looking at the body holistically and we're looking at this, um, the emotional impact of of trauma, the wisdom of trauma, that actually when we are able to process our trauma, our past hurts, our past pains, we can move forward as um, more wise, healthier, more um, more able to not let anything like that happen again. So we kind of stop any pattern that has developed, you know, because often we see um, repeating patterns within families because that, that is... And it continues as a chain. Yeah. So it goes on from exactly. one family, from one generation to another, and it's about having to... Can we break that chain? Break the chain. And also learning that, you know, because people sometimes think experiences, we are here for a reason, and learning that, we learn from these things. They are, I mean, and they can be incredibly hard lessons. And hard not, lessons. we are not, um, no, for exactly. any way saying that this is an easy thing. So this no. is quite a hard thing to podcast about because yeah. it's deeply personal, and um, and some. I mean, and also, it doesn't have to be an enormous trauma. Can we also say that? Like some some people have, you know, really difficult things to be dealing with, and. Many people seek help and many people don't, and they simply carry on. Carry on, and like it continues. Stiff upper lip, yeah. Carry on, you know, just grin and bear it and keep going. And my feeling around this and what the evidence is showing is that this is very, this level, just a kind of background level of stress is being carried around. And this, um, there's a growing body of evidence that this inflammation is, is, potentially that common pathway of all stress-related diseases, yeah. which is 75 to 100% of all human disease. Um, so we really have to um, look at, the yes, the stress in our everyday lives. I mean, we we can't live in a world without stress. Stress is always going to be a part of our lives and and we need it, you know. We need it to get things done, to have deadlines. So that up to actually, a point. Up to a point. Because people we need, are living, yeah. unfortunately, in this society – they're not looking, they're beginning to slowly look after themselves, but they're, it's a, it's a process. There are people are doing more yoga, yeah. slowly, 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 but, uh, you know, and learning to relax and they're learning to do better things for themselves. But people are living to work. Yeah. And that's not healthy. Yeah. yeah. And that causes problems. It's, you know, but we have to ask ourselves why we're living to work. Are you running away from something? Are we doing that? You know, what, what, why are you doing what that? What are we chasing? What are we chasing? What, what's that? And so that's, therefore, that's another problem. You know, there's a, that's a, that that becomes work, 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 work. And we are, our own, we are actually, we are our, our own worst enemy. For I sure. I can personally say that. For sure. Know, I have definitely, I can talk to you a bit. I will momentarily talk to you about burnout and, and what I have learned from that experience. Yes. But, um, 
I will say that we can't always avoid the causes of stress in our lives, no. of course, because life not happens. Knowing how to deal with it. It's it's the resilience, right? Yeah. Knowing how to deal with it and yeah. knowing we have processes in place. Yeah. We we know how to express ourselves. We know how to express emotion in a um in a way that we we can process our emotions and we know how to um we know how to move forward, that we're not completely paralyzed and just oh just bury it, just put it under the rug and pretend that we didn't feel that and that yes. didn't really hurt and that didn't cause me pain because it's that kind of hiding our emotions. And I think there's a certain generation that has always done that, has always hidden how they feel, felt and felt it wasn't important. Oh, it doesn't matter. Let's talk, let's talk about let's it. Let's not talk about it. Let's, let's hide it. And, and that's when the body starts keeping the score. Yeah. Because it starts, well, got something else now. Yeah. Well, let's, so let's, let's add that, it. Let's add that on to the illness thing. And yeah. it just go, and it goes and straight the into the body. inflammation just increases because you're holding all of these things. And this theory is that it it just all accumulates. And then at a certain point, there's a, there's a point where then that manifests as a illness process. Maybe it will be migraines. Maybe it will be inflammatory bowel disease. Yeah. You know, it could be any, it could be psoriasis, eczema. It could be any of these eczema, inflammatory yeah. conditions, you know. I and think, people think it's not. People go, oh, I've got asthma or I've got that. That's all to do with some trauma. Definitely. And I know it will be a, yeah, a, a portion of it will be stress. And, you know, if we want to call it trauma or, or past adverse childhood events yeah or, or something difficult things that have happened yeah and they don't have to be major things they just no. have to have had an impact on you absolutely you know? and it's certainly not a it's competition not, no it's not it's never a competition i don't think we can actually use that word sorry sam but i don't think we can use that word as a competition no. i don't think anything's a competition i think everyone has different yeah things going on in their lives i, I actually it's never a competition some people have incredible terrible trauma and it's never dealt with but now I think that's changing because I think the young people are coming out and dealing with their yeah I think it's taking control of their trauma that people are, are much it feels like there is a, a a generation coming up now who who seem much more aware of this and knowing that they have to deal with trauma early on or they want to deal with the trauma early on so it doesn't carry them or hold them back as they go through life. Um, my own realisation came around uh, a sort of long-term stress in a stressful job as a, a GP, um, working with, um, working with, you know, people every day, busy clinics every day. I then had, you know, an event in my personal life happened where I just felt everything crashing down at once. And it, it took a really difficult, you know, I'd been managing, I thought that chronic stress, just getting on with it as you do when you work in the service like I was, you know, you just show up, you just need to show up every day. Because if you don't show up, you're burdening all your colleagues, you know, you have to keep doing, you have to keep. But then you, know. you think that's a shame that unfortunately, they haven't, I'm sure it will happen one day when GPs are supported. Um, they have someone to support them. Because you need to have that support. Yeah. That, that, you and know, you like to, I it, mean, you need to look after yourself. How do you look after other people if you're not looking after yourself? Isn't, isn't, isn't there uh, many doctors and uh, the highest alcoholics and... That's and, what I've heard. And <laughs> I think smokers. it's dentists, doctors. Dentists, um, doctors, Probably absolutely. lawyers as well. Sort of oh, these, yeah, yeah. Them as well, but... Yeah. 
yeah, a, a high high risk of alcoholism. Uh, uh, to yeah. And, well, yeah, they are. And drink smokers and all, all sorts. sorts. All sorts. So yeah. it's about maybe one day, I hope one day, that there's going to be support for all the people who are looking after, like, other people. There's a, there's a support network. Yeah. I think it's coming. I think we still have the our own responsibility to ask for help because no one can kind of push the help on you. You kind of have to realise that there is an issue that needs to be dealt with. And often there's, you know, the, the sort of gateway issue that leads to realisation of actually there was some other stuff that happened and I haven't fully processed that or I haven't spoken to anyone about this. I just kind of pretend it didn't happen and got but that's on with what, it. But, but that's how people are. Yeah. It's not happening. It didn't yeah. happen. And um, the American doctor, Nadine... Burke Harris. Burke Harris, which I was fascinated by. I think someone sent that to me. And I was fascinated by her because she was looking at the whole of society and, and realising how trauma um as you said all types of trauma has affected people has affects it causes some sort of illness yeah it's, it's a not physical illness a physical illness yeah. some sort of illness heart problems cancer all of it yeah it's all the all, risks are all increased if you have adverse childhood events yeah. happen to you. So that's, I, I believe she talks about under the age of seven. Yes. You'd have to correct me if I'm wrong on that. But she did a, br a brilliant TED talk. It was very hard hitting and kind of, kind of shocked, shocks you into realising we really need to, this is, you know, potentially, you know, something that is kind of ticking away in the background and, and we're not even aware of no. it. And especially for the, those of us who are a bit older and who haven't, you know, I, I certainly see that in my practice, you know, so much chronic disease, so much going on with someone. And, you know, with a 10 minute appointment, it's difficult to get to the root of the root of the problem. Was there an emotional yeah. issue? How can you do you that know, in 10 minutes? How, how do you do that in 10 minutes? That has so, to change. But the onus could be on that patient to recognize, if they were aware that maybe there's an emotional root, maybe something happened when I was a kid. Oh, actually this, you know, actually it was pretty hard growing up. My household was X, Y, Z. So on that level, I hope this podcast will go some way for people to, to listen to it and think, okay, maybe I have an inflammatory condition going on. Well, what happened when I was a kid? And go from there. And, and you don't have to, you know, start with something really be small. Be gentle. Be gentle with yourself. Be so gentle this is with yourself. just a really gentle process of coming to terms with something. Yeah. And it's almost like reorganising that in, and, and taking the wisdom from it, if you can. Because I know that people go through really hard times, difficult family things, dynamics, what is going on. We don't want to carry that with us. And I think that's what these young people are so impressive. You know, I think you're involved with a community of young people who are really able to speak freely. I, I've never done anything like it. I mean, they're just, I just sent the message to them saying, you guys are incredible, so strong, so incredibly sensitive. They've all been through all sorts of things, but they're very bright, but they've obviously had some sort of trauma but they're sticking together and talking about and supporting each other. Yeah. I, I'm I'm sometimes gobsmacked by what they say. Yeah. They send off lots of things about self-love, self-care, you know. Um, 
you've got to look after yourself. Letting those things hold them back. And they're being grateful as well. And they're also being strong and taking care of them, healing themselves. They're not going, oh, poor me. Yeah. They're actually going, no, we're going to do this. We're not going to. Obviously, if they have something, then people come together and, okay, we're supporting you or whatever. But they're, we're a bit up. Come on, you can do this. You'll be fine. Yeah. We can get healing. You can. Do, it's just so many things out there now. It's, I'm, I'm gobsmacked by it. And they do healing circles. I'm absolutely fascinated by them. And it gives me hope that there are going to be less people eventually because the chain is breaking there's going to be less people yeah, i think as who are going time to be hobbling goes on. along <laughs> i mean yeah. i'm sorry but there's my generation they're all hobbling you go to someone they're all about mm, my age and they're all like hobbling and I'm, that's not criticism because i hobble too but um <laughs> but you know they're all everyone's like sticks and and you know oh i've got this i've got this type of arthritis and i've got this going on and, and and but then but you're eating horrible biscuits and I've had to stop myself from doing that now but maybe you know maybe if some of those people recognize themselves in your description and listen to the podcast and realize a bit more about what they can do if they want to you know and dealing with past current stress past stress trauma those sorts of things is part of it and I am reminded of the functional medicine matrix, which is the primary document you would use as a functional medicine physician. When you see any patient, you fill in this matrix. At the centre of that matrix is spiritual, emotional and mental well-being. So those really are the core pillars that lead into all the other body processes. How is your emotional health? How is your mental health? How is your spiritual health? And by which I would think of that as purpose, your place, um, knowing that you are some part of something bigger, that you have community, that you are contributing with your gifts and talents. Yeah. So not necessarily anything to do with organised religion, although no. if you're in an organised religion, that's also well wonderful. Good. Yeah. good. Um, but just, you know, that deep self sense of self-appreciation and self-love and gratitude, that I class as all but on that see, spiritual I, side. I, I think I think I think you're right. And I think what's changing for me is that the younger people are caring for themselves. They are going uh, I'm going to rest. I'm going to. I'd never do that. I'd be like, I'm yeah. going to be doing 150 million things, and I'm going to be doing a writing a play, and I'm going to be doing. This. I'd be doing till I'm flat out. Yeah. Um, these people go. Sorry, I'm resting tomorrow. Well, <laughs> you know, it's a different attitude. Completely different. Attitude. Can we borrow some of that attitude oh, for yeah, the definitely. other group that, that you described? You know, because I think it would make a huge difference. You know, and, and that largely the group of patients I would see as a GP is kind of middle aged. You know, forties, fifties, sixties, and and older. And this is maybe some of that group is that group that is just like not willing to open. That just wants to keep everything closed in clammed up um maybe you know just doesn't vocalize you know and and really it is up to each of us to vocalize i can't vocalize for you no you, know, people you need have to, to learn you have to because learn. it's part of a culture of not being able to yeah and um, it can be private you don't have to tell your no, friends no. and neighbors you but maybe it's talking to your gp maybe it is getting some counseling maybe it's joining a group like a women's circle yeah. or a men's circle where you feel and and seeing if you feel comfortable enough to share things you know there there are there are opportunities these days and There's i don't so think many. people who are uh, that you know 
know, middle-aged and above are excluded from those things at all. In fact, I think that group is, you know, in that age group, we also know that's where we see the hypertension, the blood pressure problems, the diabetes, the heart disease, et cetera, et cetera. All of those things start to present in that age group. And that's where we can make a difference because when we start to process what has gone before, we our background stress level goes down, our levels of inflammation go down, and we're really balancing out that spiritual, emotional, mental health level, you know, because those things can weigh us down and we don't realise that we're carrying this enormous sack on our back everywhere we go because of something that happened maybe when we were seven years old or yeah. what have you. And, they, people don't, and people relive that and people that understand that they can let that go. Yeah. And there are ways of letting it go. There it's just are just like to hold it, hold on to it less tightly. Mm. Just gradually, gradually, gradually. And maybe it's a gradual process of, of processing that and taking whatever wisdom you can from that time into your current life so that, again, we're not repeating patterns and we don't have to be condemned by actions of the past. You know, we don't have to repeat the patterns of the past, whether they were family patterns or... Or, we can or break the chain. I think when breaking when the chain, chain, breaking the chain of uh, you know, there's lots of healers out there now who help with that. Um, I think I might have mentioned it um, to you that have helped with breaking that pattern. There's so many groups, and and I think things are changing slowly but surely, and yeah. the seeds are being planted. Yeah. And those, you know, about not holding on to this. I'm not talking about it. We're not talking about, it. but that just makes people ill, and you can see how ill people are because and there's that contraction, contraction of holding, holding that, like on. grip, holding. You know, that's, you know, that doesn't matter. I'm just locking it away, kind of thing. But these things are locked away somewhere in the body. Keeps the right. score. It keeps the score, and it does come out. It does come out somewhere, and it, you know, it really does. And it's, it. You have to. Well, people are learning. I think it's a slow process, but the young people, I'm it's amazed a, by it's them. It's a gradual process, but the first step is it always starts with awareness. Yeah. And when I talk to people about this, I, you know, I feel that it's easiest to reach an awareness of what might be um, unresolved in your life in stillness. So maybe contemplating in silence. What might be unresolved in your past? What experiences have left you feeling hurt or upset? what remains unforgiven, unresolved, open-ended. It's a deep process and to live a human life um, is to sometimes experience that hurt and it's and and also to understand that when we acknowledge and process those things, we integrate the lessons into this rich tapestry of life experience and then we have that wisdom to pass on to others in our lives and to take forward on our journey as well and often you know we talk about sort of reducing the inflammation in the background and sometimes a good analogy of that is you know we all know if you're using a computer and you've got 500 tabs open as I always do (laughs) and your system is kind of grinding along and it's taking so much energy to keep all those tabs running I liken this okay when we're letting go of traumas or issues from our past is shutting down those tabs one by one right. and freeing up some of that energy some of that space some of our capacity to you know actually live our life today without those previous patterns running in the background um 
you know, we start to sort of acknowledge and accept our history because our history is unique, you know, and it's it's brought us to where we are for better or for worse. And we... We have to, to evolve. We have to evolve, but we have to accept the past to evolve exactly. into our, into, in the present into our future. Um, you know, it, we really want to um, shut down those programs running in the background and remove that influence, you know, because that influence is dragging us down and slowing us, slowing us down. Um, it's often forgiveness is a really big thing oh, here. Oh, it's huge. Of primarily ourselves. Often we need to forgive ourselves for holding on to that, for could be decades that we're holding on to yeah, that. Yeah, people hold on to things Anger for decades. Or resentment or bitterness or, you know, whatever That causes illness and it's. I've had to learn Definitely. that. Definitely. I've had to learn that. It's so key. You know, we can forgive other people actually more easily. Often, ultimately, it is ourselves. And forgiveness is such a, it's a vast subject, but it's one that we must touch on today um, because it makes such a It makes a such difference. a big difference of forgiveness. It makes... You know, there is a saying and I, I'm i forgiving you because it releases me. Yeah. When you forgive someone else, you actually release yourself. You're releasing yourself. because I'm, I'm doing it not because of you, I'm doing it for me. Yeah, and when you forgive, it's not that you're accepting that something was okay. No, not, not yeah. at all. <laughs> not at all. That's not what forgiveness it, is. No, it's saying... No, I'm not going to carry this round. I'm not carrying around because people carry it on like a big, big thing on their back. Yeah, oh, they're carrying like me. a bag of bricks. And it could be sometimes forty years. One thing, small thing. They did that to me in 1944 or whatever, or yeah. 19. It's it's whatever. true. We, we you know we can really bear a grudge. People can bear grudges, and grudges are bad. Yeah, grudges, bad grudges are bad do for not, our health. Do not help you. Ultimately, you are damaging yourself by bearing that grudge. So, isn't it time to let go? Think about letting it go, and, yeah. and maybe if you can't do it on your own, get help get to help. do that. Get but help. people are doing that now. People are more accepting of it. I think there's a thing about therapy when it can go on and on and get very, very self-absorbed and blah blah blah, and I'm this and I'm that. And but it. sometimes for specific reasons, it can be it's incredibly amazing. Useful. It's incredibly useful. Yeah, have enough to sort it out and move on. Yeah, and let it go. And also then because because if it the things of the past affecting your present, then it affects your present and then it affects your health, affects your Absolutely. gut. Because your gut is feeling your gut, it. it affects your mood, your, mood, your relationships. Yeah, friendships. Absolutely. All the things. All those really important things in life. It right? affects everything. And then, yeah, yeah, you, you then see what's, I think people, but, but people are changing and, Young people, I'm I'm just so amazed that they've got so far. So we can learn from them. I'm learning know? so much. We can learn from them. They're saying, you know, I would never be, I'm resting. I'd be like, I've got to do a hundred things. What are you talking about? I'm going out tonight. <laughs> I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing that. I'm doing this. I'm this business. I'm doing that. I wouldn't stop. And that's wrong. Yeah. So that's, you know, it ties into self-care as well. Like, self-care, totally. Slow down. Yeah. Where are you going? Yeah. Look after your gut. Look at what you're eating. Look at how you're resting. Look at what you're carrying. You know, what are you carrying in your heart? What wounds are you carrying? Do you want some help with your wounds? Ask for help. You know, there is no shame in asking for help. We have all lived a human journey and, you know, we will all be carrying a few war wounds with us, you know? Oh, yeah. And we need to really 
recognize the need to let those go that that it's not about oh it's not really that important let's just leave it part. oh mine's really tiny compared to that person over there it's not this it's, it's not, not about comp- that it's not, it's not competition it's not no, comparison. no nothing's tiny no. everything's how it is there's no competition yeah there, there shouldn't be i don't believe in that no. i don't think that's true i think everyone's dealing with different things in their lives some people who have some people have never experienced child trauma and, and and they never have to. It's, it's, it depends. Some people never experience their parents dying at a child, or somebody. You know, is it, but it's not. But they may have gone through a divorce, or they may have gone through a horrible breakup, or been bullied at school. You know, there's so many things. It doesn't just have to be childhood. Okay, there's lots of evidence for childhood trauma. No, no, of course. It's, but, people get. I mean, my mother had a, a, a perfect childhood, an absolute dream of a childhood it's when she got older she had trauma it wasn't when she was younger she had the dream childhood she didn't have to think about anything Mm. it's only when she came to this country is when her trauma started right as simple as that as an adult yeah as a young adult that's when you know her relationships all that sort of that's when things happened it wasn't as a child so yeah, it depends. So everyone's different. Everyone's got, everyone's, but everyone has a story to tell. And and what I know for sure is that by acknowledging, going through the processes, the processing of past pain, forgiving ourselves for whatever it is that's still burning us, is a freeing experience. And everyone deserves to be free. Everyone deserves to be free. So, I think that, you know, this has been brilliant. You know, talking about the other things because it's so important, and it's so important. I, I think it's a very positive time. I think things are changing, Definitely. and for me, seeing the young girls I know doing so well, I'm happy for that. And thank you so much, Sam, for for talking to us today about the other things. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. It, like, it's it, this is really a turning point for people. You know, this really dealing with this can be a turning point in your in your story. You know, this journey to harmony in the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual levels. So, I thank you for having me, Liz. Thank you. I'm um, my pleasure, Sam. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.